0: Hi, I'm Rebecca Sparrow and welcome to Team Girls in 10, powered by Suncorp and their Team Girls Initiative, which is all around creating a nation of confident girls. I'm working with Suncorp to bring you this series where I'll discuss some of the things currently influencing teenage girls and their confidence and what you can do about it as parents and family to support them and build their confidence. Now, this episode is all about male involvement. My special guest is John o. Nicholas, the CEO of Reach Out, which is a national mental health organisation for young people and their parents. Hi, Jono. Hi. Now, let's get started. What I want to know, first of all, for everyone listening, is why are dads, brothers, uncles, godfathers, father figures so important in a young girl's life?
1: Well, the first part of it is that for young people whether they be young women or young men to be confident and resilient you need great role models in your life both male and female so why are, why are men important in that component is they can either help a young uh, a young woman to understand what does a great guy look like yeah you are the person who will who will help them define what great looks like how should you behave what should they expect of their future partners but you also can help them understand What does it look like to be incredibly supported as a young woman in this world?
0: Yeah, so are they sort of, would you say they're sort of setting up a, like the benchmark maybe of what
1: to sort of... Absolutely, and we know that one of the challenges for young women is is to understand that they can be the centre of the universe. They can take on leadership roles, they can be confident, and the way in which they can learn that is that they can see men encouraging them and pushing them into that space. So what's the role of dads and, and men and brothers is to say through something like Team Girls, we think it's really awesome that there is a that there is a space where you are taking leadership and it's about you and our job is to take a, a backward step and support you into that. And that's a great lesson for any young woman to experience.
0: Okay, so that's fantastic. But... I know there are going to be people listening to this now who maybe it's a single mum. For whatever reason, what do you do if you don't have a dad at home? Where does a girl go to or where does a mother help direct her daughter to help sort of find those?
1: Well, the most important models? thing I would say to in that scenario is for the parent to be planned about it what we know again around resilience is young people who are very resilient who can manage the ups and downs in life will often point to five adults who are not their parents in their life who they can turn to when things get rough so what is it that you can do as a mum in that space is well before your child hits teenage years is say hey there are these five or six people who you should talk to if you're going through a tough time And make sure that's a diverse group of people. Some are men, some are women, some are relatives of yours, maybe one is a a coach, so that they have a a world and a network of adults who can provide them with guidance and support, and that diversity is what's really important, whether you have two parents at home, one parent at home, uh, or or anywhere in between.
0: That is such good advice, because I'd certainly heard in the past, somebody had said to me once, every child needs to have an adult in their life who is not their parent, who they can go to to talk through their problems. and But you're saying five. That's five, interesting, five yeah. Five
1: is the ideal number. And, and there are very practical things parents can do for this, for example. So the first part is make sure that those adults who you want to be in, in that role are aware. Yeah. So go and talk to them and say, look, I think you are a great person in my child's life. What I want them is to have people who would talk to them differently but have our same moral framework. Yeah. Right? that you would give them the sorts of advice that I would give them in a different way to me, Yeah, then actively involve them in the day-to-day components of your life. So because if your teenager only sees that person once a year, they're not going to feel comfortable. So yeah. what you need to do is do things like once a month, make sure that they come around and have lunch with your family. And so your teenager is encouraged to build an independent relationship with that person so that when the times go tough, it's not such a big leap to make that call.
0: Let me ask you a quick question. How important is it for that adult to keep the confidentiality of... So let's say the child goes to this other adult and says, I've been doing something I shouldn't be doing. Does that other adult have a responsibility to tell the parent? I've always wondered about that. Like how much should be kept confidential and how much should a parent be?
1: So I think the the first part of that is the role of any adult in a teenager's life, and in fact any child's life, is to keep them safe, happy and well in that order. Yeah, right so the the advice there would be if if the scenario is one where the where the teenager is inherently safe yes then confidentiality or the room of confidentiality should be a lot larger okay right because what you're trying to do is encourage the teenager to talk to their parent not for you to do it the only time where i would breach that is say actually i don't think you're safe right now yeah and it's my job as an adult to make sure you're safe. And that includes talking to your parents about this. Yeah, If it's about happiness or wellness or it's something that we can work through, we've got a bit of time, then do that. But that's an agreement that also has to be made between the parent and the trusted adults around them. Yes. They, they need to have that conversation beforehand so those ground rules are met.
0: Okay, so now tell me, let's think about, because, you know, the whole concept of team girls does feel like we're kind of not including... Men And it's really important, I think, for men who are listening to know that we want them to be part of the Team Girls movement. Do you have any suggestions of of how we can get men involved in in helping their daughters feel more confident or being a bigger part of their lives? So for the dads who are maybe listening and they're thinking, okay, where do I start? Like, where do I start? What, What can they do?
1: Look, I think the first thing is that this is an initiative around girls. And so the first thing a dad could do is actually celebrate that. Say that's really good and I'm excited for you. That message in and of itself is really great yeah. message and it's a way to get involved that says I actually understand that my job here is not to be set of stage. It's actually I'm the roadie. I can do logistics, I can support, but you are the star of this particular show yeah. and I think that's awesome. I think the second thing that, that men can do is also get excited about what your child's excited about. so that that netball may or may not be your particular thing but go to games, get really into it, talk to them about it, research it because this is obviously something that's important to your daughter and if it's important to her, it should be important to you and get involved and so go to the games, check out the site, understand why your daughter's excited about this and that level of engagement and enthusiasm in and of itself will again be a really great thing to show that you're involved and that you want to participate
0: Okay, so now, Jonah, can you give me some tips on how dads or father figures, male role models, can have conversations with their daughters about confidence and self-esteem and body image? How do they do that?
1: So the first part of it is don't have the conversation at times of high conflict. Ah. So you actually want to start these conversations where... It's inherently positive. My suggestion and practical suggestion is do it over food and do it over roughly a 45-minute to an hour conversation. So take them out to lunch. Take them yeah. out to dinner. Make it special. And do that regularly enough that you can get involved. The second thing... Um, Hang
0: on, go back a sec. When you said high conflict, what does that mean? It
1: means that often we would talk to them about when they've done something wrong and we're angry at them and then we want to talk about uh, okay. self-esteem or why you should do this. So they will be parenting moments, but if that's your only parenting moment, you're in a little bit of strife. So do have positive conversations about it. The second thing is teenagers respond much better to your behaviour than your words. So my other suggestion to dads is actively take on roles that your daughter would expect their mother to do so for example make sure that you're the one that teaches them how to iron things not their mum make sure that you're the one that teaches them how to do things and that shows them that actually men are engaged in some spaces that are traditionally seen as female spaces and then the third thing is talk to them and ask them questions about what respect looks like so for my mind all teenagers should be able to offer respect generously and they should be able to require respect from everyone around them and then talk to them because you've got the perspective of a man what are you what do they need to do to be in a respectful relationship what do they need to demand of, of men assuming that they're heterosexual and what do they need to offer generously and then ha- that will be a fascinating conversation that can only ever really occur between a dad and a daughter so yeah. it's actually a very special conversation that their mum can never have with them because she'll be looking at it from the female perspective quite rightly yeah so there will be three things the you know the first thing is have planned conversations Yep. do it in low conflict actually show them and be engaged in activities that are not traditionally masculine activities and then the third thing talk to them about respectful relationships of what that should look like between a man and a woman
0: I love that Jono, that has been awesome. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. Now, Jono Nicholas is the CEO of Reach Out. Remember, it's a national mental health organisation for young people and their parents. Now, for everyone who's listening, I want you to subscribe to the Team Girls website. It's www.suncorp.com.au slash teamgirls. Um, Don't forget to hashtag hashtag Team Girls and tag Suncorp in your Team Girls posts. Thanks for listening to Team Girls in 10, powered by Suncorp and their Team Girls initiative. Our next podcast is about body image with Taryn Brunquist.